Welcome to the Learning Exchange, where L&D and HR professionals can dig deep into the ever-changing landscape of online learning and talent development. Each episode, we'll explore innovations in learning and discuss best practices with special guests from inside and outside the learning world. L&D is evolving, and the Learning Exchange is here to help you keep pace. Hello, and welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Learning Exchange. For this week's episode, we're going to talk about employee experience. And to really dive into this conversation in a meaningful way, I decided to welcome back a guest that's joined us before, uh, an employee at Scoops here in the learning and development team, Karen Klin. Karen, thank you for joining. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Always, always enjoy the chance to uh, to get to talk with you about these topics. So mm-hmm. we're just going to dive right in. And I think for um, for purposes of the uh, audience that's listening, let's start with really just anchoring in a definition. Um, so what does employee experience really mean to you? Oh, that's a great question. I think of employee experience as all the experiences uh, from when you are recruiting an employee to having them during uh the employee experience. So from development to retention, um, how do we get them to stay at the organization to even when they decide to leave the uh, organization? Um, So to me, it's the entire package. What about you? Um, I I definitely agree with that. I think the, the employee experience is really every touch point we have. Um, every feeling, every emotion that we create with a person who joins our workforce, uh, to your point, even past the point where they're working for us. So if they leave, um, that transition out of the organization uh, is another touch point that carries uh, impact uh, because that person interacts with other people. And, you know, it's always about what, what experience did they have while they were here? And I think it can be easy sometimes for organizations to really try to put that in a box um, and right, try to, to really articulate, well, employee experience is a meeting and employee experience is a training program. Mm-hmm. And the employee experience is really the sum of every interaction that someone has at your mm-hmm. organization, which means we all share in a responsibility. We all have a part in the employee experience. It's mm-hmm. kind of a big topic. Yeah, absolutely. It's when you think of culture, it's kind of what helps define a culture that, um, you know, you can become a culture carrier within that organization and what that looks like. I think uh, culture is a really incredible word to tie mm-hmm. into employee experience because they go hand in hand. And uh, on a couple of the podcast episodes and even some webinars and uh, other thought leadership that we've delivered here at Scoops, uh, culture finds its way in all the time mm-hmm. uh, because it really is, it's integral. Culture kind of shapes how people behave, which ultimately shapes the experiences people have mm-hmm. on the other side of those interactions. So culture and employee experience, not one and the same, but they are definitely very, very, very intertwined. And I think it's interesting how you even mentioned, and we we actually both talked a little bit about um, the experience, employee experiences 
from beginning to end and how at the very end, you know, think about Glassdoor. How many times did you, maybe when you've looked at another organization, did you read about their experience and that creates the loyalty um, someone may have, you know, even when they leave the organization, they'll go to their friends and recommend, oh, you should really work for this company because of their personal experience that they had. So I, it's interesting how it trickles throughout. I am, I, I am notorious. Uh, anytime I want to learn more about a company, whether it's just a company I'm curious about, uh, whether it's a company that I've been interested in joining, uh, whether it's a company where I've got friends or relatives that have decided to go to work there, I always look at Glassdoor to try and really understand kind of what's at the what's at the core of the heartbeat, what are employees mm-hmm. saying and feeling, which is a, kind of a, a beautiful way to transition to the next piece of the conversation <laughs> that I wanted to have, which is really, uh, you know, I think it's important for us to to state that the employee experience and the customer experience are very connected. Mm-hmm. And it, it can be easy, I think, for organizations to lose sight of that. Uh, it can be easy for us as individuals in the day-to-day to kind of lose sight of that because we, we get so focused on kind of what we're doing and the task at hand. But uh, I know multiple industries that I've worked in, multiple organizations that I've worked in, uh, the sentiment tends to be the same in that we have to kind of pay attention to this linkage between employee experience and customer experience. So what are your what are your thoughts about that? What have you observed kind of what have you seen related to how those two things come together? No, oh, that's a it, I really have seen this in multiple industries, but typically it's a idea and I think it's a way of being, but when you look at um the employee experience, you have to take care of the people first. I mean, when you look at an organization, it is a collection of people. And so take care of the people first, then they will radiate a great experience for the customer. And then in turn, the organization will end up making profit. And as you look at the two and you think about customer experience and employee experience, if people enjoy their jobs and have a great cut great satisfaction for what they're doing. Number one, your research shows that productivity is going to increase. And then if they're highly productive, they are going to also, in addition to having um, high productivity, job satisfaction. And again, they're going to be able to deliver a great customer experience. And then Again, as we mentioned, profit will increase. So that's what I've experienced. And um, it's usually that same theme. It may be said a different way. But um, what about you? I, um, you know, I've worked in several different industries. And the the lens for this is always slightly different. To your point, it's, sometimes it's just about the words. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's about how we kind of how we view the uh, employee, how we view the customer. Um, But the sentiment has always been the same, whether I'm talking about um, restaurants, whether we're talking about manufacturing, whether I'm talking about healthcare or even uh, more tech, the, the sentiment that I've always heard at every organization in some form or another is that the guest or customer experience will never exceed 
the employee experience. And it, it goes right to the heart of what you're talking about. If my employees are really happy, if they're engaged, if they're excited to come to work every day, if they believe in what we do, uh, that builds a certain level of confidence that creates kind of a tone. And when that employee is at work, they're genuinely happy to be there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you, but if you've ever been around one person that's very happy and one person new that's very opposite of happy, <laughs> um, you tend to write like whatever they're feeling is going to extend to you. And I personally would just like to be around the happy people. Um, Because if I'm already happy, it keeps me there. And if I am not happy, it helps me kind of get there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've found at at companies, um, you know, the way that that this kind of linkage gets communicated is also somewhat fascinating. Uh, Mm -hmm. Fascinating might be the wrong word because there's there's a hint of like, I've seen good things, but I've also seen some really bad things. Mm-hmm. There's been some really good discussion about what the employee experience really means in context of our conversation. And then also the connection between the customer experience, the employee experience, and maybe why that's something we shouldn't neglect. Um, the next thing I want us to do is really talk about the role of learning in the employee experience. I have seen it Time and time and time again, even with the best of intentions, Mm -hmm. learning teams can fall prey to this sort of firefighter mode where, you know, we we set out to go do some very aspirational things and then life happens and things happen in the business. And then we start getting right back into the firefighting mode. Mm -hmm. And it's in that firefighting mode where I think we really suffer the most. Uh, as it relates to this conversation, we lose that connection to the employee experience as a whole. What would you say our role is as learning and development in that employee experience conversation? Well, um, you know, as I look about uh, look at employee experience and we think of the various phases that we defined earlier, I think where we fit in is the retention and development piece of employee experience. And also uh, we talked about culture as well. And we help uh, carry that culture um, in different ways. So, um, you know, we in in learning and development or talent development, um, it's bringing solutions that make sense to be able to elevate talent in, you know, helping to grow people's career, um, you know, whether it's leadership development, management development, or career pathing, um, or providing just different experiences. You know, one thing uh, that we've talked about in the past is how important that these experiences aren't event, but it's ingrained, it's continuous learning. And um, so that's where I see our role in this employee experience is helping to grow the organization and develop them into, you know, providing better experiences uh, for themselves and for um, the customer as well. I think there, you know, I would add to that there's, you know, I want to make sure I honor the reality that that a lot of our listeners face, mm-hmm. which is 
we have to do all those things, but we also have to find a way to do it differently. And Mm -hmm. what I mean by differently is, you know, the world has changed dramatically in the last 12 to 18 months. And from a learning and development perspective, from a career development perspective, from an employee experience perspective, Mm -hmm. I think people are more articulate than they've ever been about what they need from Mm -hmm. us. Our employees are telling us what they need, what they want, what is no longer going to work. Um, And we have to somehow manage to like take all that feedback in and we have to focus on how do we retain and grow and develop. But we also have to do it in a way where we create excitement, where we create a reason to care, quite frankly. It's, um, you know, I have this conversation pretty regularly in that if I if I tell you that you have to do something for learning, right? If, if I live in this place where I am always in mandate training mode, mm-hmm. I am signaling to my employee that they go here and they do this when I tell them. Mm-hmm. Uh, which means that we're creating an experience that could very well be impacting heavily their ability to retain, their ability to get engaged, and their ability to grow and develop within the organization. Mm-hmm. I I think sometimes um, you know things can just move so fast that maybe we we see it or we feel it, but we don't stop and articulate it inside of our our business. And you know, I think if from my own personal experience, if I am told, go here, do this training. And maybe I want to, maybe I don't, maybe it aligns with my personal, my personal goals. Maybe it aligns with my work goals. Maybe it doesn't align with either, but you told me I have to go do it. So I'm going to go do it. Um, every time I go to those kinds of conversations or those kinds of learning experiences, I personally walk away, not really truthfully learning a whole lot. Mm-hmm. I might absorb a little bit of the information, um, but over time it kind of falls out of the brain because I didn't show up as a willing, eager, engaged participant. I didn't show up with an open heart and open mind. So earlier we were talking about um, the idea of creating engaging experiences. And you mentioned earlier about how important it is that um, you're not going back to doing training when it's just you, you know, your manager told you to go uh, take that training. And I think that's a really important point to think about because if, if we're telling our workforce and our employees, you know what, the only time we want you to go to training is because of Uh, mandatory training, you know, you've got to go take your sexual harassment or, you know, these compliance type of courses, that's not really creating an engaging workforce where we want people to create this learning culture where, you know, they want to go out and seek their own opportunities. You know, we, we've talked about being the CEO of their own careers and so, yes, we do have to have those compliance courses. I mean, we've, we've got to, you know, keep ourselves out of, uh, you know, legal harm. But um, we also have to remember in L&D that part of our role is not just the compliance pieces, but creating engaging learning solutions where people want to go um, seek that those opportunities. 
and not only seek, but they want to be able to contribute. Um, I, I think it's something that just happened today uh, with our new, uh, we have a, a Slack channel where we're creating engagement and starting to uh, talk about learning opportunities. And we already have people contributing and saying, here's something, you know, that I find meaningful. Other people may find meaningful. And I think that's what it's all about is when we can create this culture where people want to learn and engage others. And also, it's important that it's not always coming from our department, uh, learning and development. It is, again, creating that culture where people want to seek out learning, share learning, and, um, you know, and that creates a very um, engaging and workforce where people want to stay. It, it really is all about the experiences, and it's about mm -hmm. understanding that every touch point we have is leaving a lasting impression. Mm -hmm. And it's the collection of those lasting impressions that ultimately shapes what somebody's experience is and how they would communicate it to other people, whether it's mm -hmm. coworkers internally, whether it's friends and family externally. Um, it's always about keeping that experience top of mind. Mm -hmm. um, I really like how you just said it's the collection of experiences and it's how we're leaving our thumbprint. It, you know, I think um, a lot of organizations can fall prey to this, this sort of like event based mm -hmm. mentality, whether we're talking about learning, whether we're talking about employee experience, name, right, name the thing. Mm -hmm. I think it can be really easy for us to, uh, you know, as business leaders, find the need to compartmentalize or to kind of put things in a box, right? How do I define okay, that thing has a start, that thing has an end. How do I know it's moving? And for some things like employee experience, it, you know, it, we do have to find a way to still measure. We have to find a way to still understand what the experience is and how and where we can improve it. But it's really critical that we never lose sight of the fact that every time someone takes a breath every time someone looks at an email, every time someone opens a file or has a computer issue or has a really great interaction with a coworker, all of those things are constantly changing and reshaping what their experience is. Mm -hmm. And in a given day, you can have incredible variations and highs and lows. And, you know, we're not necessarily saying find a way to make it all the same all the time. Mm -hmm but pay attention to it so that when you start to see the peaks and valleys, you can figure out how to harness the power um, when it's going really well. And you can figure out how to fix uh, when it starts to not go really well. Mm -hmm. um, you know, to, to wrap us up, I always like to try and leave our listeners with at least one or two tips, um, just things that they can put into action. So to uh, kind of wrap us up here, what what are uh, one or two tips that you might share about things that we as learning and development can either do or can be on the lookout for at our organizations to really help us get involved in impacting that employee experience for the greater good? So I think there are two pieces to this uh, that I'd like to mention. The first one is it's all about what is your intent. And when you think about your intent, um, 
you know, you can have all the wonderful, you know, the greatest intent out there. And, but unless you have the meat behind it and you have to get commitment, it's commitment is where, you know, from, from the top, uh, you know, that's <laughs> in making sure your leaders are committed to it, um, as well as then getting the commitment from your em- employees. Um, I always think that uh, you you as employees, it's all about the speed of the leaders. So you can have multiple departments where great intent, great commitment here, but then over here, not so much. Same thing, same experience has been communicated. Um, so again, making sure that everyone says and has the right commitment level so that we have the right experience. Do what I say and what I do. <laughs> Which, yeah, we usually see one one half of that come to uh, come uh-huh. to the forefront, but it's really kind of both of those pieces. It's being able right. to, I think, articulate what we're doing, why we're doing it, and then follow through with actually doing it and right. not losing sight of the fact that we do have to actually do it. It's It's more than just, the the poster that's in our conference rooms uh, around the world, right? Like every one of us has seen these before. It's, it's more than just the poster of the guy climbing the mountain with success or motivation <laughs> or the cat, right? Keep hanging, yeah, in, hang there. in there. <laughs> <laughs> you <It's>, got this. <laughs> putting, putting that into action and helping people really connect to that. Right. Um, I would... I would add to that one of the tips that uh, that I think I have from a learning and development perspective It's not an easy thing by any means to do, but it is a thing that we can do incrementally, which is look for opportunities to help the organization change the uh, engagement with learning. Look for a way to help shift the mindset from have to do to want to do. Right. And making that shift sometimes is about having enough content so they can Mm -hmm. explore. It's about having trust that they will explore and, and right, like explore healthfully. Um, and also about making sure we have a, a culture in which it's like that word again, um, a culture mm-hmm. in which people feel trusted, in which people feel safe in expressing mm-hmm. what's working and what's not working. Uh, because right, we we can always get kind of locked into our own box and say, well, our vision is we're going to develop and deliver all this training. It's going to go in this way. And this is mm-hmm. what we're going to do. And this is what we like, but we have to understand how they receive it. Mm-hmm. And we have to make sure that what we're doing is creating those memorable experiences that people want to sign up for, that they want to engage in and that they want to talk about, uh, hopefully talking about in a good way, mm-hmm. but we, we want them to talk. And so you know, you mentioned uh, sexual harassment, and I think that's you know a really great example of of a way that we could pick a topic and kind of change the narrative. And mm-hmm. you know, I think for as long as I have been a working professional, I have had to take an annual sexual harassment training. I've had to take an annual security awareness training, mm-hmm. and it wasn't really until the last couple of years, honestly, that my brain looked at those things and said, huh, yeah, there's a stigma tied to those things, right? Mm -hmm. Like we believe that we are going to have to invest a lot of time and energy to go chase down 
everybody to get to 100% compliance. Um, we somehow go through these trainings every year, but we still have violations. We still have instances of these things coming up. And half the time, if you dig into the claims, if you dig into the kind of mechanics of what's being talked about, it's not stuff that wasn't covered in the annual training, but we just talk about it once a year, right? We just say, go do it. And because we said, go do it, they do it. And over time they tune it out. And if you made a pivot, maybe still do that because you need to check that box once a year. We all have to have the same mm-hmm. thing. Look for ways to keep that conversation alive every month. Look mm-hmm. for ways to keep that conversation alive every week. Um right? Like bring tips and tools to your managers that can facilitate the conversations across team meetings. Mm-hmm. Look for ways to add more learning. Maybe it's not all mandated. Maybe you just go find a big pile of learning that is all around the topics that uphold your annual security awareness or your annual sexual harassment training. Mm-hmm. And let people kind of explore those topics more on their own time, on their own terms. Because um, ev- every one of us has a different light bulb moment, right? Uh, right? Like you may have a conversation with somebody that triggers something to go, I want to learn more about that. Maybe you watch a TV show and it Mm -hmm. triggers a, huh, I should probably go look more into that. Mm -hmm. A lot of different ways we can do it. But I think that's my, my biggest tip over and beyond what you talked about, which is really that intent followed by the commitment is just look for ways to shake it up. I, I, I love that. I think that, um, we have to remember it's, it's not an event. It's a process. And uh, you can't have these flavor of the month. It, it has to be ingrained into who we are and what we do and how we say it. So thank you. Uh, I have enjoyed our conversation today and I look forward to uh, many more. Uh, hopefully those of you listening got some value from our discussion around employee experience today. Uh, Be sure to check back for the next episode of our podcast here at The Learning Exchange.